Yes. Yes. Good morning. Good morning, world. How you guys doing out there? You are tuned in to Excitement Radio, Ben Hop's Community Corner. I get on the air at least once a week and I, you know, bring different people from the community and we just basically talk about whatever topic that, um, you know, we want to talk about. So this, today's show, I have a special guest in the building, Sarai from Circle of Champions Worldwide. Round of applause. Young lady, how are you doing today? Let me make sure I have your mic on. Which mic are you on? One, two, three. You on number three? Let me see. No, you on number four. There you go. There you go. Go ahead and say something. Hello, hello. There you go. How you doing? Let me do that again. Round of applause. This is all live. You know, we're not pre-recorded or nothing like that. So, yes. How you doing, young lady? Hey, I'm doing great. How are you? Ah, thank you so much. Yes, I cannot complain. I am, you know, enjoying uh life day by day and that's what it is right awesome. Awesome. how are the listeners <laughs> oh yes everybody's good you know we've been we've been you know we can you asked me um when you got here since the COVID 19 and everything going oh let me turn off this fan because i can hear can, can we hit this yeah let me let me hit that oh sorry i can hear it in the background i don't know why i don't see anybody <laughs> all right so yes so, like I said, we are live here, so this is why you hear everything going on as we speak. So, <laughs> But yes, you asked me off air with COVID-19, how we've been going and how we've been doing it. Yeah, we we, we continue doing what we do here. We don't stop. Awesome. You know, we took some precautions, of course, on when it first came out. You know, we were, I was doing the show from home. Uh, but then after like a couple of weeks, like I think it was like two months we did it. After that, we came back and, um, you know, but before that, we always practice good hygiene here and, and good, what I say, you know, just kept everything clean. Like, cause you gotta understand if, if we're a radio station, we get different people coming in. We always got to wipe stuff down regardless. So that was even before COVID-19. We, we would practice that. So, you know, when they, when they tell people you got to wash your hands now, you wasn't washing your hands before? <laughs> like, I don't get it. <laughs> is That's that, so is true. that, right? That's funny. I mean, I don't get it. You you were not washing your hands before? Like, why? Why? Why, why do, do they have to preach? <laughs> why do you got to be told? Right. Why do you have to be preached to, you know, <laughs> you want to use, I think you might use your bottle. Maybe your bottle might be heavy enough to hold it. Yeah, that's got, true. That's she got true. the iPhone. That's like the iPhone 15. It's so big right now. <laughs> that's better, actually. Okay, there you go. There you go. So, that's funny. Yeah. So, I mean, how about you? How, how, how have you been holding up? Through the, the COVID-19 crisis or pandemic, I should say. There's been like different waves at first. Um, uh-huh. I think like all of us, we just got lazy at home and uh-huh. you wouldn't even take off your pajamas, be all day in pajamas. <laughs> it got fat. So that's when everybody got fat. <laughs> yeah. That's the period that everybody got fat. Okay. And then we started showering. <laughs> then we started. Okay. Know, now, <laughs> now people started cleaning up. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So now, now it feels back to normal because I don't even watch the news. I don't want to watch okay, the so news. So you don't want to watch the news. Okay. I don't, it just is, is there's, is, there's not enough space for all that negativity in my head. Ah. <laughs> I, 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 I listen to what I need to know and keep going. Right. So, and, and this brings us to our topic today, cause I think it has a lot to do with what we're going through. So the topic today, and, and I, I saw you post this. That's why I said, you know, I gotta have you on to, so we could kind of talk about this because this is very interesting. The thing that you posted was five keys. To become the creator of your life. 
Right, right. Five keys. That's all I need is five keys and I'm good. <laughs> These are five good keys. Okay. They, <laughs> the main keys. There's actually one main and key. And we ain't talking about drugs now, you guys out there. Don't my what, five keys? Or, no, no, no. We're talking about, you know, certain <laughs> things in life. Okay. <laughs> yeah, we're not. That's a whole other show. That's a, right, right. Okay. So that's very interesting. And I, I do believe that because we're in this type of time right now, people need to I guess this was a time to kind of reflect on your life since we were locked, like basically in a lockdown mode for a couple of months. And this was a time to really reflect. And I I think a lot of people, they either found themselves, like you said, they either found themselves and made themselves better or they might have took a turn for the worse. I don't know. But we're going to, you know, talk more about that. But before we get into that, let's get a little background about yourself. So, so the audience could know who I have on the mic. Okay. So, um, so I, my, my name is Sarai Namur. But I call you Sarai because, <laughs> you know, I, I can't say that. Like, I'm from Brooklyn, but I go say, ahead. I say Sarai to who can't say Sarai. Okay. Um, and I'm a licensed mental health counselor in the state of Florida. Uh-huh. Um, and, um, I own a Trinity Community Mental Health Center right. in Miami Lakes. And I also found the Circle of Champions Worldwide, which is um, a nonprofit dedicated to providing education on uh, positive, uh, positive uh, mental health. Because we hear a lot about, ne- you know, the negative parts of mental health or the more painful parts. So I'm more dedicated to doing the positive parts just because I am a trauma therapist. Um, so I already I'm so filled up with all that pain right, right. that I want to show the world that you could overcome as well. But I wasn't it wasn't always like this for me. Um, there uh-huh. was, a, you know, I grew up. I'm a Hialeah girl. I grew up in Hialeah. I lived in 17 oh, you, different... So you was one of them, what they call it, Chunga? That's what I, they call I, a, I guess I was. <laughs> I was a Chunga. Um, and, you know, I lived in Chunga. 17... I lived in 17 different houses. I went to three elementaries, two oh, middle schools, oh, yeah, two high yeah, schools. Yeah, you, you was highly in all the yeah, way. Yeah, all You was highly in all the way, girl. <laughs> but, you know, I just, I'm, I think I, what I want everyone to know is that no matter, like, what you've been through, no matter what has been said to you, no matter your, it doesn't even matter what happened yesterday, you have the power to create the rest of your life. You have but the power I, to do I, I, I want to mention something. If you said you... Now, are you literally speaking when you say 17 different homes or that was just like... No, I'm literally speaking. So literally 17 different homes during your course of your childhood. Up so up through 18 years old. I was going to say 18. So basically, if you round that off, that's like... One per year. One per year. <laughs> yeah. Averages. Like, so every year... And that must be difficult. That was very difficult. Because how do you how do you maintain like stability? Yeah, the stability. <laughs> yeah. Like how do you do that? Yeah, it's so it wasn't one per year. We lived in in a place for maybe a few years. There was just a time period where it was like during my teens, where it was a whole bunch all of uh, at a time, right, right. and that's a very difficult age to Especially be for teen, around. Right. Yeah, a teen. Um. So so yeah. So it that was an extremely difficult time in my life, which uh-huh. really poured. Actually, I ended up getting kicked out of high school because I was so depressed that I would just. Park at the mall and sleep. Oh man! Um, and wow. it was and no one knew this because but I, you had a car though. I had a what? You had a car. You I had could, a car. Yeah, I bought my own car. But that's good. But I, I had a job. I did. I took care of myself. So I always took care of myself. That's the reason why no one knew what was happening inside ah, of me. Ah, got you. Because I looked like I had it together. Got you. Got you. Got you. Got you. Wow. Wow. So let me ask you. So is that something that you see that's common? With a lot of people who don't really have it together, is that they kind of look like they have it together? There are some people who and lo- are there signs for that too? Yeah, there. So yeah, there are some people who look 
like they have it together and that's the way they cope with their situation. Right. And then there are people who, um, maybe fall victim to their situation. So I was trying not to fall victim to my situation. And so from a very early age, I was always trying to create my situation. I didn't have the tools. Now I know the tools. So, okay. And we're going to break it down. And and I I just want to kind of, you know, pick your brain a little bit at this time, this age range that you're talking about. So why do you feel like you didn't have, or your situation wasn't right? Because why? Was it like a financial thing with the family? Was it like uh, an abusive thing with the family? Like, why did you feel like stuff wasn't together for you? So I just feel like it was very chaotic. Um, my house was, it was very chaotic. The home was very chaotic. Right. Um, so, so I like to say. And what do you mean by chaotic? Like, so, so I like to say that we are, where the story doesn't begin with us. You know, like a lot of times we want to, we want to talk like, this is my story, but our story doesn't begin with us. Right. Our story is a continuation of our parents' story. Right. And their continuation of their grandparents' story. So it sort of like pours in and then it takes one, someone, in the line to break the generational curse. Got you. Um, so it's just a continuation of 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 chaos. It's, my my brother was also very chaotic, and there were a lot of things happening in my house uh-huh. um, that I don't want to put people on blast. But there were a lot of things happening in my house that were very chaotic, which caused all this disruption um, and the moving, the frequent moving, and that type of thing. And I know there's a lot of there are a lot of listeners who could identify with that. Could I could identify with having a chaotic childhood where maybe everything wasn't put together uh, maybe like you know it doesn't mean that our parents are bad people it just means like they have so much to deal with on their own that maybe they're just not giving us the attention that we need mm. or maybe they're you know you feel alone so I felt like I needed to take care of myself so since I was 15 I had a job I always had a job since 15 I was taking care of myself okay so and I do believe I do agree with you I do believe that especially kids as they grow they need certain attention and I, I know some parents may work a lot because they're thinking that I'm going to work so I could buy my son some Jordans or whatever. But you're not spending that quality time right. with your child. And I, I feel like, yeah, that's a, a lot of times parents mix that up. Yeah, and, and, and you're th- right. You're right about that because my overcorrection was becoming a workaholic, and I, my son is right here. And exactly what you're describing oh, is so, what happened. So your with son my was son. getting all the Jordans and everything. There you go. So my son was he, like, but he, he didn't he, mind. He didn't mind. He like, yeah, I'm getting the Jordans, you and know, the, the jumpsuits and all that. He I'm was, good. He was feeling neglected. He was feeling. He and my. Uh, he's he looked my good, but he was feeling neglected. All right. <laughs> He'll be up here complaining about <laughs> it right now. <laughs> so we, like I said, we're a continuation of the story. Right. So even though I. Try to correct it in one way. I was damaging in another. Right. See, that's what I'm saying. Right. Mm-hmm. That's that's why I wanted to point that out. That's like, a very good point. You know, that's you know, your, your children to look good, but they're really suffering because the attention that. Because I think attention. I, I really don't think people understand that they think material things are how you show affection, but sometimes right. That's not the way to do it. Right. And um, you know, so. Yeah, nothing it. could replace a present parent. Right. Nothing could replace right. that present. Right. And, um, I mean, I've said sorry to him a lot of times. Oh, okay. <laughs> he's just well, he's dressed <laughs> nice, though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. No, but that's good. No, no, but, I mean, I think uh, you also learn from that, and, you, you know, you do better. So yeah, that's exactly. cool. Yeah, that's learn. definitely yeah, good. Yeah, he's my oldest, so he's my, he's 23. He'll oh, be so he's the experimental <laughs> child. Okay. That's what I told my oldest one, too. My oldest one is like, how old is Chris, man? I always forget, because, you know, I'm, uh, I suffer from CRS, can't remember shit, but... Uh, <laughs> Ah, damn. Um, 
How old is he? You don't yeah. know? Around no, no, he's a, around around like twenty eight, thirty. Okay, oh, hey, my boy is up there. <laughs> my boy is up there. But um, yes, and I told him, I say, son, you was the experimental child. Like I never had a child before, so I'm trying to. L- <laughs> it wasn't in a bad sense I said it, but I was saying, yeah, you're my firstborn. I'm yeah. learning yeah. in my childhood. Yes. Yes, I came from a household with my mom and my stepdad. Yeah. But my stepdad was really not the the father figure type. You okay. know, he was, you know, I'm Haitian background. So we, we see you said you, you, you're Hialeah. So you what? You Latin background as well? Yeah. I, I mean, I, I guess I identify more Cuban. Okay. Cuban. So I'm <laughs> Haitian. So we, I, I, you know, I grew up in the Haitian household and the Haitian household. My mom would do all the cooking and cleaning and take care of us and take us to school, buy school. And all my, all I used to see my stepdad do was come home, work, come home, get his bottle of liquor and drink. And then that's it. And then, so my dad wasn't the, I'm going to take you to the baseball game type. And, you know, so, so when I finally had a son, I, I was, I didn't know I was trying to learn myself. Right. You exactly. get what I'm saying? So exactly. I told him, yeah. So each child you learn and do better. How many kids you have now? You have, one? I have him, the, the, he'll be 24. I have a 20 year old. He'll be 21 soon. And I have a seven year old. So I'm doing way better. Ah, so the <laughs> seven year old is getting the- way better with my seven year old. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, the Haitian community is very much a lot like the, uh, Cuban, Puerto yes. Rican, Dominican, that the Caribbean, the that Caribbean, whole Caribbean. Yeah. It's it's a lot alike. It's so much alike. Yes. <laughs> like if anything, even you might speak different languages, but it's all the it's same. All the same. <laughs> all the same. Trust me. Trust me. I, you know, we we we. You know, yeah, yeah. But what I'm saying is, even though I didn't get the love like a the, the father figure love, um, yes, I did get the mother love. And you know, I mean, I don't think I turned out to be such a bad person. I think I'm all right. I. I may be kind of crazy sometimes, but I mean, I think I'm all right. <laughs> yeah, we, all, I mean, we all get handed our little baggage, right, a little right, bag right, of, right, right. Of, of tricks, a little bag of adversities that right. we gotta do, we gotta give meaning to it. So are we gonna give it a positive meaning and repurpose it and, and use it to transform our lives or are we gonna sit there and become victims? Those are the two, we can't be both. So we have to choose. What are we gonna do with it? Are we gonna be a victim to this or are we gonna use it to learn something from it and do better? There you go. There you go. So, in the circle of champions worldwide, that's break that down to us real quick before we go into the five keys. All right, so circle of champions world worldwide. Um, I created that last year with a group of other uh, people from my office right. that we have been sitting on that for like three years. And the whole purpose, I mean, it became right now. It became something more than what the original purpose was. So the original purpose was to educate people on overcoming that you're no matter what you've been through, you could become whatever you want and okay. that sort of thing. Now it's a we have a Facebook group. We've done uh two uh live events last year, which is when I came with you last year. Right, I remember. Um, yeah. This year we've done virtual events because of course we of can't course, do the, the live e- right. events. But it's really become um just a life of itself. It's called Circle of Champions Worldwide and many other people in there are actually life coaches for right. Chris is in there, Anthony Williams, like uh, Billy Osbrooks, like all these different people are in there. And these are people who are just trying to do the same thing in their own way, which is to let people like give you the word, the word that you could become anything that you want to become. You could, you know, the the law of attraction and manifestation. That's one way of looking at it. I look at it from the point, a scientific point of view, which is what we tell ourselves, our subconscious believes it and creates it for, right. for us. I was going to ask you that. See, uh, see, you kind of segue into my question. How do you look at it like, cause I know some people will say, do you look at it in a spiritual, spiritual sense or do you look at it like you said in a 
like you say, a scientific way. So I look at it both ways. I think uh, because sometimes you know there there have been times I don't. You must have experienced this too, where you think about something or you're thinking about someone, and all of a sudden that person calls you, and so that's the energetic thing where the law of attraction comes in. But then the other powerful thing that we actually do have control over is our thoughts. So what are what we think about and believe in deeply right. become our words, and our words give meaning to our experiences. And then those experiences and that meaning we give to things give us emotions and feelings. And like, so if you call yourself a loser, then you're gonna feel like you're a gonna loser. feel like a loser, and, and you're gonna do loser things. Yeah, and if you feel like a loser, what that really means is that you're feeling like a victim. You're probably feeling sorry for yourself. You're probably depressed, worried, anxious. And if those are the feelings that you're feeling every day, like the listeners, like I would like your listeners to think for a second. If every day you are sitting there feeling sorry, worried, thinking about the future and you're terrified and you're looking at the news and all of that, I could, you don't even, I don't need to speak to you. I just need to, you tell me your five top feelings and I'll tell you the quality of your life. And if you're feeling those things, your life sucks because you cannot have what, what are the top five? So give me an example of that. So like if I ask, if I ask, um, if I ask you right now, just tell me your, the top three emotions you feel every day. And you say, okay, well, every day I'm angry and every day I'm just really worried about what's going to happen next. And sometimes I might feel happy, but for the most part, I'm just like really worried, angry, and anxious. Uh, I yeah, already know. Up. Go ahead. You messed I, up. Yeah. I, do you, see, you don't even need to be a therapist. <laughs> yeah, I don't even, you, you already know <laughs> that that person's world is a world of crap, right? It's a world of ugh, terribleness. So you could, by knowing this, you actually could tell yourself, okay, so if feeling these emotions on a consistent basis is gonna make me feel like shit every day, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna just, I'm not gonna enjoy my life, cause you're not gonna, it doesn't take a scientist to know you will not enjoy your life like that. Right, right. Then, you actually have the power to switch that, and you switch it by the words that you speak. But the words that you speak represent what's going on inside of you. Right. So, you could actually transform yourself by thinking different thoughts, by, by focusing on different things. Where do, where do your thoughts come from? They come from what you're focusing on. Right. So if I focus on the news, or I'm just going to give that as an example because everybody could get it right now. So right now we focus on, I just watched news for two minutes and I'm already feeling anxiety. So I turned <laughs> that off. Right, right, right. Man, between the fires, the hurricanes, the, the killings, the police killings, between uh, everything. Yeah, and, and yeah, then on, so much negativity. Oh my. Yeah, yeah. So with all of that, and then what's happening in my own life, like, I can't even deal with that. So oh, I, man, I, yeah. I switch my focus. We all have the power to switch our focus. Right. So believe it, believe it, but don't believe you can fly like R. Kelly and try to jump off the windows. But with that being said, <laughs> Let's do, let's take a quick break. Right. And when we come back, we're gonna, we're gonna discuss the five keys to become the creator of your life. We are live here, so if you wanna call in 305-749-6004, we are live. Give us a call. Excitementradio.com, Ben Hop, and my special guest, Sari. Sari, I'm gonna say Sari, cause I'm am from I Brooklyn. Alright. Alright, we'll be right back. I 
cold chills when a body shook. Hot sex on the platter, no need to cook. I let her steal my heart like a horny crook. Had a grind and a grind and against my leg. She messing with my head, wanna play it big. Sexy pumps on, toenails red. Your body's a gun, baby, pump me full of lead. It's hard to hold you when you move in vulgar. Peace sign on your eyes like John Travolta. My pulp ain't fiction, it's an addiction. To see your booty clap on the floor in the kitchen. Nasty girl taught me all the lingo. While mama played bingo, she ride mandingo. She don't give a damn if I'm married to single. She makes me tingle. Shorty, I'm Even though I had to pay, shorty, I'm yo. That's right, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Round of applause. Any questions you might have or any comments you want to you want to add to the conversation? Yeah. Anthony, call in. We are back. That's right. Anthony, call in. We are Anthony, back. Anthony, call in. We are back. 305. Ryan, call in. 749-6004. 305-749-6004. We are live here with my guest, Sarai. Uh, Sar- let me see. Sar- Sar- Sari? Sari? That's better. Let's see. Like Sarah Lee Poundcake, but instead of Lee, it's Sarah, E. Sarah, Sarah E. Sarah E. See? There. Sarah you E? It. You got it. You oh, got no. it. I, I think I might go with Sarah though. No, okay. <laughs> so, so let's talk about the topic now. Five keys to become the creator of your life. Now, is this something that you created or is this something you read about? You wanted to kind of share? Like, 
How did this come about? The five keys to become the creator of your life. Um, so to be honest, it's just I've studied a lot of people and okay. I was trying to I've been I've been having on my things to do list for like a year to write my a blog to start a weekly blog post. Okay, yeah. And this was my first blog post that you got. Oh, this was it? For <laughs> yes. real? So I thought I just I thought no matter what I am going to do this by Sunday night, which was two weeks ago, and I did my first uh, blog post, and I guess you read it. Um, that's what I did. That's, that's what I'm saying. That's what caught my eye. Actually, that's what caught my eye because, I mean, I've had you here. You've been here before with uh, the Circle of Champions Worldwide. But I'm saying when I saw that, I was like, I got to get you back on so we could kind of talk more about that. Yeah, so I, I study a lot like uh, Tony Robbins, Joe Dispenza, um, uh -huh. Lisa Nichols. So I study a lot of different people, and so... I, if if you ask, I would say this is a little bit of everything I've studied. It's just a little bit of everyone and everything. Okay, so, so. but it's something that but you it's an idea you created for a blog post, and it's it's taken on a, a life of its own and it's growing and growing. Yeah, it's it's basically stuff that has helped me and stuff I really believe in. And right, I, I'm not perfect. I'm still a work in progress. Of course, I have my summer. Right I here, think so everybody I is. But go ahead. <laughs> yeah. He knows I'm a work in progress. We all are. But it's about like really growing the muscle of of, of building the muscle of practicing these, these things every day. Mm, okay. So let's do this. Let's go down one by one. Okay. So what would be one key? And I'm going to write them down while you're doing this. So. so there's actually six. Okay. I realized today that there were six and not five. And I, I don't know why I put five. But so I, it was we'll really cross six. that out and put six then. <clears throat> the first one we just finished talking about. The first one is accepting and realizing that we create our life through our words and through our thoughts. Um, basically, you know, our beliefs create our thoughts and our thoughts create our words. So if that's step one, realizing, and that's why it's so important. Before I used to blur anything out of my mouth and now if I hear it in my head, I'm so careful to not say it like negative things about ourselves. Like, oh, I'm so stupid or, oh, I should have done it. You know what? Anything that's negative. I, I, I always said that. I always said that even before any type of um, studies were made. I used to always say you don't like, especially with a child, like you don't call a child or oh, you're a bad. Yeah. You're, you're a bad kid. Like say, you're, you know, you have a child, a toddler. And you call them bad. Are oh, you bad? Why are you being so bad? Like you're bad. Don't do that because when you when you do that, the child starts to believe that they are bad. Exactly. And, and what happens is they will manifest doing bad things. And they and then once they do bad things, and you re, and you reiterate it. See, you're bad in their mind. They're like, okay, I am bad, and they accept that. Exactly. So, and then, very and then, true. And then you wonder, like, we, you want, you, you could stop me if I start getting too No, go, 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 go. But <clears throat> then you wonder, like, some people, you must wonder, like, how does that happen? Well, how does that happen is because your subconscious mind, which is 95% of your, of your mind, mm -hmm. is hearing you and believes that that's what you are and then starts acting as if it is. If you All just right. learn step one, you could change your whole life. Is step, or key one. Key one has the power of changing your whole life. Even if you don't understand the mechanism and you just get hey okay i'm not gonna let those words come out of my mouth and i'm not gonna say it to other people and i love your point it is so i'm, I'm gonna so so perfect what you just said about kids like not to yes. say things like that to kids and I, i'm gonna tell you i had this uh course one time where we did speak about the subconscious mind and i, and I used to tell people this because i thought it was very interesting and i'll give you a quick um you know example let's say you want to go and buy a car you want to buy a red Honda Accord. You're like, you know, I'm, I'm in, in, in the mood to buy a red Honda Accord, right? So now next thing you know, 
everywhere you go, you start seeing red yeah. Honda Accords. You start, <laughs> like you walking down the block, you see a red Honda Accord. You, you go into the, you know, store, you see a red Honda Accord. It's you, a great example. You start seeing red Honda Accords all over the place. Why is that? Because subconsciously, when you told yourself that you wanted to get that, now your subconscious mind is aware of what you're trying to do, and now it's it's letting you see all these red hot in the courts. Of course, if you say something negative, then your your your, your subconscious mind is going to go down that path. But like you said, I'm just giving you an example of how subconsciously, like right now, you could walk into this room right now. Subconsciously, you see everything that's going on in this room. You see every picture in this room. Yeah. You see everything in this room right now. Consciously, if I call you in an hour and say, hey, Sarai, uh, you remember, tell me five pictures I had on the wall. You probably may, maybe remember one. Yeah, you're right. Cause, cause consciously, you, you, you're only gonna remember maybe one or two. But subconsciously, your subconscious mind sees everything in here. Will remember everything. Yeah. So that's how deep the subconscious mind is. So. Yeah, I couldn't have said it better. Oh, okay. Well, well, <laughs> that's damn. exactly what it is. Damn. Well, let me let me let me rub my shoulder yeah, now. Let me brush my shoulder right now. You, All right. You're, <laughs> you're what I call a practical psychologist because that's exactly what it is. <laughs> but once you know that, oh my God, there's so much power. Once you know that, that 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 alone helps you become the creator of your life, as opposed to being just a right. passive bystander, letting right. things happen to you. Exactly. 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 So. So first one is accept and realize that that your words and words, your thoughts, thoughts create your life. That's what creates words and your thoughts life. create life. Your life. Okay. So I just wanted to write that down. Okay. So that's one, which is great. And maybe a good point I could say here too is the opposite of that is learned helplessness. So learned helplessness is so what what happens is okay. So imagine an elephant, an elephant, an elephant at the circus. So there's different ways of teaching of training an, an animal. You could either train them by giving them like uh, uh, goodies or whatever for doing good, or you could just abuse them to the every point, time they do something wrong, you hit them. Oh, but more like if I want them to, they'll get hit if they don't do the thing. Ah, so I get then what you're saying. I get what, what, you're what happens is that that happens to kids too. Kids that are raised in homes where there's a lot of trauma and abuse and that sort of thing, they learn that they don't have power over their environment. And that's learn helplessness. So what we're talking about here is the opposite. We have power over our environment, even if you learned learn helplessness. Got you, got you. Okay. If that may, I don't know if that makes sense. No, that makes sense. I get it. I get it. That makes sense. Mm -hmm. Okay. So what would be the the second key? So the second key is understand the power of your emotions. And it's almost like the next step. Understand the power of your emotions. And it's what we talked about earlier, so we, we don't have to dive so much into it, but it's exactly that. Your emotions determine the quality of your life. Right. That's, that's all you need to really know. Your emotions determine the quality of your life. So if that Give me an example of that. So it's the example we said earlier. If you tell me I'm always angry, sad, nervous, worried about what's going to happen next, then the quality of your life isn't good. That means that you're walking around every day feeling these emotions all day. You're probably not sleeping. You're probably not having good relationships with your significant other or your children or people around you. You might be walking around really grouchy, not even noticing the sun shining. So therefore, the quality of your life is not going to be good if your emotions uh, are you, like this. Get you, get you. So if you're negative, so basically a negative person um, has 
painful emotions. Painful emotions. Okay. And that's pretty much like the waterfall of it or the funnel or whatever you want to call it. The way it goes is that your thoughts create your words. Right. And your words create meaning and the meaning creates your emotions. Those, those painful emotions or the good emotions. Well, I could tell you that I go to church on Sunday with my, with the family and I have a pastor, Pastor Ricky. Shout out to Pastor Ricky. And one thing he did say, he preached one, uh, in one service about words, the power of the tongue. And that's, that's, how, that, that's, that's uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm giving you in a spiritual sense now. He did say the power of the tongue. So he said, like, you don't wake up and you, 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 you say positive things in your life because mm-hmm. when you say the positive things in the life, that's what you want to manifest. That's what you want to come. You get what I'm saying? Like, and it's very, it's very, you got to be very careful because the tongue is very, powerful exactly so yeah you're right if you're saying i'm a loser you're going to tend to end up always failing because subconsciously you're making yourself feel like you're a loser and and the power of knowing this is that your thought could pop up because we like i could ask you a question right now and even if you don't want to tell me the answer you're you can't escape your answer so I could tell you, what did you do last night, which might have been so, I mean, I'm not saying you did something bad, but just say it was something bad. You might not tell me, but in your mind, you're like, ooh, yeah, I did do that. You know what I mean? So then the thought could pop up, but we have a decision to make. Are we going to speak it or are we going to speak life into our into our life? Are we going to speak mm. positivity? So because the real trick is what you're what you're speaking, what you're saying, what you're saying has meaning. A thought is just a thought, but once you speak it, it creates, it, it becomes a thing. It, beca- right. it has so much meaning and that meaning gives the emotion behind it, gotcha. which creates your life. This is how you create your life. Gotcha. Does that make sense? All yeah, no, it makes sense. sense. It makes sense a lot. Okay. So number two, understand the power, the power of emotions. What would you say number three is? So for me, number three is, which is something that I've had a, a hard time. I've struggled a lot like, um, applying this in my life, which, which is keeping our actions and our decisions based on our present discernment. So discernment is the ability to judge something or the ability to understand something. So, and I looked that up. That's why I wrote the definition. So, so say it again, keeping actions and what? Keeping your actions and your decisions of today. Oh, decisions, right? Based off your present discernment. Today's discernment. So a lot of people live off of, they, a lot of times we make decisions based off our past pain. In other words, avoiding feeling oh, that so pain. So let's say like, say a person who got into like, say a relationship and they had a bad, bad breakup with like, say, exactly. and then now they meet a new person and instead of going into this relationship with a whole new clean slate, they're bringing the past relationship of what happened on that to this new one. Yeah, that's excellent. So I bring my little invisible suitcase of ah. men suck. They're all cheaters. They're ah. And then you have your invisible suitcase of, you know, women all want my women money. Women are hoes. <laughs> Yeah. They want my money. They ain't about nothing. This right. is internet. We could cuss, but go ahead. And then we each bring our little baggage, and what do you think is going to happen? Ah. So what the trick is with that is being faithful to ourselves. So being faithful to our truth, regardless of what, and that's very hard to do. That's so hard to do because, of course, we, we we're bringing our pain. But the thing is that we project into the future. We look into the future, and we're like, oh, you know what? If all that crap happened back there, it's just going to happen again. Ah, so in other words, I, I get it. So. Keep the actions and your decisions based on what's happening now yes. and not, don't bring that past in it. Yeah. Okay. So if right now, I mean. And what about if it was a good past? Does that work both ways? Like if it's, let's say you had a good relationship or whatever and then 
and you're still bringing that past into the present. Yeah, that's probably a really good point. So if you bring that past into the present and then you're in the future, you're projecting, it's going to be just like the past, but then you bump into it. it's not like the past and then you, you, your expectation, because there's a difference between expectation and standards. Mm-hmm. What hurts us aren't our standards. What hurts us are our expectations. So if I expect something from you and you don't deliver and then I'm crushed, that's my own fault because I expected that from you. you expected but a lot, I right. could have a high standard for our relationship. I could say, hey, you know what? You're my friend and we're cool. So I, my standard is that as long as you're doing this, we're going to be cool. That's different from me saying, you know what? DJ Ben Hop is awesome. He'll never screw me over. Which I am awesome, but go ahead. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you, we have to be careful when we mix up expectations and standards because they're not the same thing. We should have high standards, but be careful with your expectations because those are the things that are going to crush you. When you expect over, you know, when you expect more than a human being is, is capable of delivering. And what we know is that human beings are capable of hurting us, right? We have good and bad. Even mm-hmm. the best of us, yes. even the best of us have the bad. Yes. We're capable of that. Yes. So watch your expectations and keep your high standards. And I don't know how I got to that because I don't even know what, how we ended up on that one. No, but, but that's a good one. That's a good one. <laughs> but um, as far as that, like the discernment is being mindful, being present. So being present with this moment. So if you, it, the relationship thing is an excellent, excellent point. So if I meet someone and um and and my and i see my mind traveling to the past i have to bring my mind back uh, and say okay this guy isn't that guy so let me judge him by who he is so and based off what present, he's doing right. i'm going to decide what i need to do today it might be different tomorrow cuz tomorrow you might flip on me there you go so either way whether <clears throat> the past was good or bad don't use that to kind of take care of your actions now like your actions and your decisions now Keep them based on what's going on now. Yeah, stay present. Because today, present today, you're, if, so look, <clears throat> let me make another point. If you, if you are basing your current decision based off your fears of what's going to happen, what's, ha- what's true is that then you're not living today. You're living on some future reality that hasn't even happened. Then I, I saw somebody say like, when you live in the past, that's depression. When you live in the, the future that's in- anxiety. anxiety. Yeah. Cause when we think about the past, then we're, we're, we're dwelling on what could have been, what would have been, right. what we did wrong. And when we're thinking about the future, we're, we're, I mean, this is of course on the negative side. If we're thinking about the future, we're thinking about, oh my God, what's going to happen? And, and what if it happens the same as it did? So it, there, our life is linear. We have the past, present and future. There's other options, but for the most, most of us is right. past, present and future, right? So what we need to learn to do is stay present. And that's very difficult to do because we're not raised like this. We don't. I know what you're saying. Yeah, cause our you, parents don't teach cause us cause, to do this. Because really, when you grow up, yeah, you're right. Because well, not even our parents. It's just the way life, life is. Life, no one. Like life, they prepare you to live for the future. They say, well, you got to get your education so you can get your your house and you can have your car. They they give you all these expectations, but then what if you don't meet them or what if you don't get them? And now you feel like. <clears throat> You're a loser or you feel like you didn't accomplish these, what they, what society puts in place. So. Well, let's go back to spiritual. Without, without vision, we'll perish, right? That's what the Bible says. So we need to have a vision pulling us forward. And that's different from having, from, from projecting the past into the future and going, ooh, it's going to happen again. You see the difference? So we need to have vision as a target. To, to, to inform what we're doing right, today, right. but not necessarily the other way, the other way that we were speaking of. So we definitely do need a vision and we could actually pull, okay, so we could actually pull the future to our present by what, by feeling the feelings mm-hmm. right now of gratitude, which is the other one. I guess we'll get to that one. No, we're going <laughs> to come back. So let's do this. Yeah. 
I love this this talk right now, but let's take a quick break. Okay. And I will, I'll talk forever. <laughs> and we'll come <laughs> back. So we're, we're at number three now, but we'll come back. Keep it locked right here. ExcitementRadio.com. Ben Hop and Sari. Sari is in the building with me. Uh, Sorry. you know, I'm going to say Sari. You called me three different names. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> That's good. Sorry. Sorry. You see, guys? You see. There you go. You know, I'm from Brooklyn. What you expect? Come on now. Um, uh, so we'll be right back. And if you want to call in 305-749-6004, we'll be right back. Let's go. Hello, caller, you there? Yes, this is Ryan. Ah, Ryan, how you doing, sir? I'm doing, I'm feeling blessed and doing well. Good, good, good. How can we help you? You have a question for Sarai? You know, I messed up her name like a hundred times, but Sarai, how you doing? He knows me. There you go. (laughs) Yes, I'm not able to pronounce her name either. (laughs) Okay, good. I don't feel bad then, all right. (laughs) That's funny. Yes, but I had something to add to the conversation. Awesome. Okay, great. So going back to um, what um, Sarah, Sarah E. Said, <laughs> um, it's it's all about taking one step, and I said it um, before in, in regards to mastering mastering yes. one step be- before moving to the next. And since we're talking about emotions and our in the thought life, it's about having self-control in that area. So mm-hmm. mastering self-control is probably the biggest thing that we can work on within ourselves. Mm, okay, so self-control, very, very good point. Very good point. 
That's an excellent point. That's an excellent point because the self-control plays into when we're trying, we don't want those negative thoughts and beliefs to, to, to end up being spoken. Mm. So you need to have self-awareness and self-control on that. That's an excellent point, Ryan. Yes, and, with, and also with that self, self-control, it takes discipline. We may not get it right the first time or the second time, depending on the habits, depending on the patterns, depending on the pathologies that, that have come from our mm-hmm. families, that have come from our culture. Depending, it takes time to really break free and to be who we are and to have self-control of our emotions, of our thought life. Because what we, what we think, as, 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 it, as it has been said, is going to show up in our emotions. Exactly, exactly. We, we have to be faithful to ourselves, to our truth, mm-hmm. to our spirit. We're mind, body, and spirit. So we have to be faithful to what's true for us. Because then we'll end up in a life of regret. If we're trying to please others or do what society tells us or the church tells us or what our parents tells us, that results in a life of regret and pain because we never really learned for ourselves and we never really just experienced our truth. So you're absolutely right. I totally agree with that. And it is discipline. It is the discipline about knowing you're not going to get it right the first time. You have to practice and practice, build up that muscle and keep doing it. There you go. He has a show too. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you got a show too? <laughs> yes, I do. It's called Mills of Standards. Oh, okay. Definitely. When when does your show come on? And where does it come on? Well, it's on it's virtually. It's on Facebook Live. Okay. Yeah. So it comes on on Tuesdays, four PM Pacific Standard Time. Mm-hmm. Uh, five PM Central Standard Time and six Eastern, Eastern time. time. Okay, great, great. And, and just go to facebook.com forward slash King J. Ryan. K-I-N-G J. Ryan. Ryan, okay. Thank you so much. Thank you for the call. All right. We appreciate you. Thank you so much. All right, you all be blessed. All right, bye-bye. Thank you for that caller. So, we left the break. We had the first three, which <laughs> is accept and realize our life through words. Through our words, we'll create our life. So accept and realize that, right? That our words will create our life. Correct? Our thoughts and our beliefs. Yeah. Thoughts and beliefs. Mm-hmm. Number two, understand the power of emotions, right? Mm-hmm. And number three, keeping actions and decisions based on present discernment. Th- discernment. There you go. There you go. So we're at number four now. What would you say number four is? Okay, so number four is, and they all sort of tie into each other, number four, but the base is the first one about the thoughts and beliefs. So number four is, is live in a state of positive expectation. So Ah, I like that yeah. one. So basically that's being an optimist. And right, I was going to say that. I was going to say that, mm-hmm. but go ahead. So basically being, being an, there's a lot of research. A lot of this stuff has research behind it. So there's a lot of research that shows, you know, when you think about the pessimist and the optimist, and there's a lot of research that shows that the optimist will end up having meet more goals and will have more of their I'm dreams I'm an optimist. Met. I can tell you right now. Mm-hmm. I've always been an optimist. I look at the glass half full, not half empty. How do you feel when you speak to a pessimist? Oh, I could, I could already tell. I already tell. They, they... They kill my vibe, number one, because 
first of all they don't believe in the end they don't want to do nothing they're scared to do anything like i feel like a can you hear me you you good okay and uh your your headphone levels are right there if you want okay but um what i was saying is yes you can tell when you speak into someone who's a pessimist because it's like you tell them something they're so negative i just don't like negative people period like if you're negative their energy has to go like i can't (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I, all right, bye. See you later. All right, I'll see you later, man. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm not with this negative energy, man. Like, you know, you can tell energy is yes. positive and you can feel positive and you can feel negative energy. And if somebody comes around you and they always negative, that's, yeah. Nah, man, I got to go. I got to go. So yes, I'm more optimistic. I'm more, let's try it. Hey, whatever happens, happens. I'm more like, hey, let's do it. Let's, let's try it. Let's try it. Yeah. You know? So you're a dreamer. Whether it be a dreamer, whether it be whatever you want to call it, I just feel like, you know. But you have to be that because you have your radio station. Right. You know what I'm saying? So if you were a pessimist, you would have oh, never thought never this had was this possible. Shit. Yeah, yeah, I would have never had it. I you see, guys, if you, if you, so what happens with the, with the pessimist is they're trying to protect themselves from pain of failure. Oh, yes. That's, that's a good what way happens. Of they, they, yeah, you're right. Yeah, they're, they're trying to protect themselves and they're ultra pro- protecting themselves. Cause they don't want to get any, fa- like they're scared of failure. Yeah, they're scared. Like, they're scared really, of failure. It's really important to be able to imagine more for yourself. A lot of people cannot imagine more for themselves. So they just but they're stuck in that negative cloud that you're talking about. Ah. You, feel, you can feel their, their disbelief. They walk around with disbelief. They don't believe in themselves. So they got that. They walk around with that black cloud around uh, over their head. Mm. Yeah, but they don't <laughs> say that. You know what they say? I'm a realist. They say I'm a realist. Ah, you know? So if I hear somebody say they're a realist, they re- <laughs> because you know why a pessimist saying I'm a pessimist is has a negative connotation to it. So then they rather go I'm a realist. You're just the dreamer. So I'm, ah, a, I'm a realist. That's a commitment. That's a commitment to their negativity. It's ah, like, right. Got you. Got you. So yeah. So think about that. When you hear somebody say that, that's a good way of looking at it. Like. And and you know what happens? So I could like um so everyone could think about this because it's it's so important to not exactly not commit to let think about it. If you're a realist, think about this. When you're a realist, what you do is you cut off all possibility. Why? Because you are saying I already know it's not going to work because X, right, you already you're already giving it like negative vibes and you already shutting it down before you're shutting you it down you're shutting right. it down but a dreamer doesn't shut it down so it, what happens is that you you insert little seeds into your subconscious mind that then starts finding a solution ah, the dreamer finds a way that let me go to my second part of that <laughs> <laughs> you're like i love this the, 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 the course that i took it was a real great course so <laughs> like i said uh before the subconscious mind the subconscious mind is something called, and I, I hope I'm saying it right, the scotoma. The scotoma. And this is what I was talking about earlier with the buying the car, the scotoma. Mm-hmm. We have what is called a scotoma, and I, I hope I say I'm saying it right. If I'm not saying it right, please excuse me. <laughs> but anyway, it's like, you you know how a horse has those, uh, what do you call those things they have in it? Because you know a horse. Oh, the blinders. Ri- blinders, the blinders, right. Because right. you know a horse, they really have like this wide vision. So if they don't have blinders on, they're looking all over the place. So the blinders kind of keep them looking for straight ahead. So what happened is this is what we have. We have what is called a scotoma. The scotoma is, is our blinders. So we only see what's in front of us. But when we remove that scotoma, which is the example I use, you put in your head, you plant that seed that you wanted to get the red Honda Accord. You planted that seed in your head. You're so what happened is the scotoma now opens because now you, you planted that seed in your head. So now your scotoma opens and now you start seeing more of what you wanted, yes. which is that red Honda you Accord. You see more possibilities. You see more possibilities. Yes. So that's why I said, uh, also, 
I think it was who was the basketball? I'm, I'm going by the class. They talked about um, I think it was Michael Jordan. Was it Michael Jordan? One, it was one big. I think it was a big. I think it was Michael Jordan at the time, where they said that he used to vision himself while he traveled doing free throw shots. He would just sit there while he's on the plane. He would just vision himself doing the, at the free throw line, just throwing up the shot. Boom, 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 and he would vision that. And what happened was. When he get when he got on the line, his percentage of free throw shots of course. was greater because he envisioned himself doing it and he was doing it. So, like you said, you plant those seeds, you'll find ways of doing it. That's why I said if you don't have if you don't plant those seeds, like you said, your your, your subconscious mind has nothing to work with. But once you plant them seeds, now your your subconscious mind is thinking of ways to 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 to, to reach this goal, to reach this goal. So, exactly. if you want to be a millionaire. You're going to think of ways to become a millionaire. You may come up with a product that becomes, you but get what I'm saying? It's also yeah, what yeah. you said because when, when you expand your the word that you said. Scotoma. Scotoma. Yeah. That's a bad hop word, people. Right. <laughs> I'm going to look it up to make sure it's right. <laughs> so when you expand the scotoma, not only is it that you're able to see more, you're also opening up yourself up so that more could be drawn to you. So mm. more resources, more people. That's what I'm saying, more right. More things. Everything gets drawn to you. So you know what I just realized? That you and I are such a good team because I. There I you could, go. <laughs> I, I, I explain concepts, but you're also about telling the story. Like, yes. Right, and I, I give you. I just thought something. I just thought something okay, right go. Now. So like, go ahead, go ahead. Now that you're talking about the blinders, and you and earlier you were talking about um, uh, what was it? Oh my god, now I just lost me as soon as don't I don't let this Katoma block you down. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Okay, so you're talking about the one of the most important things is beliefs or belief systems. That's like one of the very most important things that decides everything else. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, I think what we're talking about here is also limiting beliefs. Mm-hmm. Because before you're able to make change, before you're able to even start thinking optimistically, you need to be able to dispel your limiting beliefs that uh-huh. everybody walks around with. That's that negativity. That's that cloud. Yes. There's little aspects to it. A big one is our beliefs, our limiting beliefs. At least recognize them. At least get to a point where you see it pop up. At least know it's up. there. Yeah, at least yes. you got to become aware of it. And don't let it take over you. Because it takes over us when we start speaking it. And I want to give you one more one more example. I want to give you another uh, uh, example so you can kind of... Illustrate. Come on, you want to get yeah, on the mic and say something? I'll get on the mic. Yeah. <laughs> Over here, I guess. Uh, I was gonna say, I was gonna say. So, um, the, like that big cloud, what Saeed's talking about is uh, accountability. You have to be accountable for uh-huh. the the way you're thinking and the, your belief system. Uh-huh. So now, the fact that you have limiting beliefs, you have to be accountable that you're actually thinking in that specific way. Uh-huh. Now, the next step is to have vulnerability. Now, you have the vulnerability to put yourself in an uncomfortable position so you can have. Uh, to do right for the things that are important to right. you, to pursue forward and have like vulnerability is a very, very important thing for change. And if you want to get out of that cloud, you need to be vulnerable for the next thing in the future. Ah, great, great, great. Hey, people, look, this wow, is a man. 20 and a 23 year old. There you go. go. They, sp- they plant seeds yeah, right don't, now. don't underestimate what your words they do for young facts. people. Cause look at this. Yeah. <laughs> they dropped the mic right now. They spitting They're facts. They're better than us right now. It's like. <laughs> But I wanted to give you another example of the mind, okay? And and that's why I'm trying to show you how how powerful the mind is. And this is in the same same course that I took, and you know, I definitely t- text you so maybe you could look at it just to see. But they showed a picture, right? They showed a video, and I don't know if you guys have ever seen this video before. So they showed a video: a couple of people dressed in white t-shirts, a couple of people dressed in black t-shirts, right? Right. And so they said, count how many times. They passed the ball between the white T-shirts or something like that. Something like, it was something like that. Like they had a basketball. So they said, at the end of the video, tell me how many times P- 
people pass the ball to each other, like with the white T-shirts. So, you know, mm. and, I, 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 and I'm going to tell you how I did it. So oh. I started counting. So I'm over there focusing <laughs> on all the white, you know, white T-shirts, how many times they pass the ball. I'm like one time, two times, three times. By the end of the video, I counted like 14 times, right? So, so the, the, they, asked, they asked the question, okay, so how many times did they pass the ball? And everybody said the answer, 14, 14, whatever, whatever. Then, then the, the instructor said, well, did y'all see the black gorilla that walked across the, the room? <laughs> okay. And I was like, what? What black gorilla? I didn't see no, a person dressed in a black gorilla outfit. I didn't see that. Right. They said, okay, let's rewind the tape. So they rewind the tape. And because we were so focused on just that counting the ball, I missed. It was so funny. The, the person that had a black gorilla suit on was dancing like this, all in the middle of the video, just dancing. <laughs> oh my God. Going like this. That's tra- focused. That's your right. focus. Right. But what I'm saying is, yeah. this is what they're talking about, the scotoma. The scotoma only lets you see, so yes. you have to widen that scotoma mm-hmm. so now you can broaden what you see. You get what exactly. I'm saying? Because I was so focused on this, just them passing the ball, I miss. Yeah, that happens every day to us in our real life. Right. That's why we have fights in our at home. We go home and we fight with our significant other because right. we have scotoma and we're focused on this one thing. One thing. And we didn't notice everything else. Everything else. Right. Exactly. You know? So that's. So I just wanted to, that's another example. I wanted to By the way, you've been saying it right this whole time. I just looked it up. So now you can say it with confidence. Okay, Scotoma, right. <laughs> there you go, there you go, there you go. It's okay. been a while. You know, I told y'all, I, 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 suffer, I suffer from can't remember shit, but anyway. So. <laughs> I suffer from can't remember shit either, too. <laughs> okay, so that was number four. So number four was live in a state of positive. Expectations. Expectations. Mm-hmm. Yep. There you go, number four. I like that one. What's number five? So number five is. Be in a state of gratitude. I rather say, like, oh. live in a state of gratitude, and it sort of ties into that's your. That's a big one. That's a big one. Yeah, that's and it and it ties into what you said. So, when when you're in a state of gratitude, you're doing the scotoma thing too, because you're ah. focused. You're making yourself focus on what's good in your life and all of that, right? And by focusing, so if you if you live in a state of gratitude and you actually practice. Like, not just remembering, okay, so this is good, this is good, this is good. That's not what I mean by state of gratitude. Mm-hmm. Where you're actually, like, almost meditating on it. If you spend the day, because we don't realize that we're we're meditating already. Meditation and hypnosis is actually something that we're that all... We do all the time. We're right? all under hypnosis. When you're driving, you're, you're, you're right. in a, a state of meditation because you just get there. You're like, how, how did I get here, right? Right, right, so right. We're, so that usually happens <laughs> when I drink a lot the next day, but go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> well, you could use this to your advantage and you could right. put yourself in... A, you could have a meditation... Um, not meditation, sorry. Gratitude, and if you combine it with meditation, with your, even with your eyes open, that means uh-huh. that you're just deliberately spending the day thinking and focusing on what's going what's good in your life and it's what you were talking about visualization uh-huh. so your mind your body doesn't know the difference between a truth and a lie so if you start focusing on gratitude and all this your body is going to experience mm. all you'll the be a good nicer person feelings. too you'll be a way nicer person I, i'm gonna tell you who i heard say that mm-hmm. oprah I heard Oprah one well, time yeah, say, right, "Oprah's big, big, and big Oprah is, uh You see, Oprah's success, billionaire, and she's overcome so much, so she knows a thing or two right. about how to do it." <laughs> and I, I remember once seeing her on t- television <clears> saying <throat> that she focuses on, you know, just the little things. She's she's grateful for the little things, and when you're grateful for the little things, you'll see, you, you know, like you said, you you you. 
I guess you're bringing more positivity into your life. That's a great example because, look, Oprah did the Skatoma thing that you're talking about, right, too, right. because Oprah was told she's too black, her nose is too big, oh, yeah. and she's not going to be able to ever have a talk show. And she didn't hear that. She, she, hear just, that. she, she like, just focused on her own thing, and she focused on the little bit. And she went against... I'm an old person. I remember <coughs> Phil Donahue. Like, for, yeah, some of you, Phil Donahue. <laughs> for some of you young cats, y'all may have to Google that. Like, Who's Phil Donahue? Yeah. Phil Donahue was the, like the number one talk guy in yeah. the morning at the time. And his thing was, it was funny because he would run all across the, 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 the stage and like, somebody has a question, he would run across. But he was the number one person. And they, yeah. like you said, they told Oprah, you're going against Phil Donahue, the number one guy. She didn't focus on that. And she didn't focus on that. She's like, I'm going to do. And there's another thing, too, with her story. Because when she first started, instead of her interviewing, like, say, the big stars. Because, you know, the big stars, you know, that, that's how they were kind of saying, oh, you need to interview the big stars mm -hmm. in Hollywood. She said, no, no, no. I want to focus on what's important for people. Right. What, what people really care about. Whether it be health or organization, whatever. That's what she focused on, and that's what grew her audience mm -hmm. to where she's at. Because the mass, the masses of the, are the mass. people. Even in business, gratitude is really important. You know, like if you're trying to grow and become more resourceful, it's hard to do that if you're coming from a place of like, I don't have, I'm not good enough, or I can't provide enough, or, right, right, or right, this right. or that. You know, if you really feel like you're grateful, you're, uh, if you feel full with what you do have already, you can think about all the ways that you could do things instead of the ways that you can't do things. There you go. There's so many ways to grow when you're grateful. And and a, and a, a little trick that um, your listeners could do is, you know, when you find yourself like you 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 didn't stop yourself at your thoughts, you didn't stop yourself at your words, and now you're feeling like crap. Well, you could you could still stop yourself. You could stop, take three deep, deep breaths, close your eyes, and just start like meditating on what is good in your life, and notice how your mood is going to change mm. because you're making a you're taking a deliberate action right. to switch it, and you have the power to do this. That's what I want everyone to know. You. You have the power right, right. to change everything. <laughs> oh, smoke a fat one? They help you out. Smoke yeah. a fat one. If you <laughs> but you you have the power to do it if you just, you can stop yourself at any point in right, that right, process right. And, and switch it. And it will, you you cannot feel gratitude and any painful emotion at the same time. It's just, they're incongruent right. emotions. So, it's pretty so, hard. It's pretty hard. Right. So in other words, you can't have the positive and the negative. It, at the it, same it, time. If you have, if you feel yourself with positive, that negative has no room to stay. So that's number five. You just have so to be deliberate. There you go. So five <laughs> is live in a state of gratitude, which I love. I love that one too. So what's you said it was six, right? Yeah. So and what so, is six? So the last one is a super important skill, which is the whole purpose of Circle of Champions Worldwide, and the whole it, 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 it's, it's this is Oprah. This is everyone who has been able to flip their life around is. Be aware and give appropriate meaning to your painful experiences. So in life, we are all given a little bag of pain and we're all given our little dose of adversity and whatever it is. It's different for all of us, but it's, it's, it's not even comparable. I right. can't compare myself to yours because mine is the one I experienced. Right, right, right. So some people try to go, Oh, but I was sexually abused and it's like, okay, but this happened to me and I, I feel it my way because I, you know, it's, I didn't, I didn't get what you got. So we need to be able to repurpose that pain and we need to be able, we cannot allow ourselves to fall into victim mode. We can So what is it? Be well and give what be aware of the meaning we give to the painful experiences in our life the meaning be we give okay because the meaning listen remember how we said earlier the meaning gives opens the door for our emotions right 
But it's our, it's not the meaning that anchors the situations that are in the past. It's the feeling. So the only reason why we have a picture memory of something is because we, we remember how we felt when it happened, right? Does that make sense? Like, I don't know if you have a story no, for that no. one because you I have got, no story. I, I got one. I got one. <laughs> okay. So like, when <laughs> I got you, one. <laughs> the reason why I can remember, look, I can remember my brother be, bring, coming home when he was born and I was only like one and a half and I remember his ears being taped and everything because I I remember being excited and I was so tiny but that's all it's like a little picture but I remember because of the feeling I remember crossing the street when they getting a candy because I remember the feeling I got so even you might not remember the whole picture but you remember the feeling so feelings are what anchor things for us so be careful of the meaning you give to things because the meaning is going to give you that whole entire feeling that we said before and right now we might not have any like we can't control what we did in the past we can't say like oh you know if you were sexually abused you can't say you know i was sexually abused and i always felt like a victim and now we can't do anything about that but right now you could repurpose that meaning you could decide you know what i was sexually abused but i'm going to repurpose this and i'm going to teach others teach others how to not get yeah, you um, can make victims. that experience serve you even in right and that will give you an empowered feeling. Give you and let a me give you my feeling. let me give you my little uh, anecdote. Let me give <laughs> so let me give you my little short story here. All right, so back to the subconscious mind, right? The subconscious mind. Think about it like a a a, a file cabinet. Mm-hmm. All the experiences that you go that you've been through and stuff, whether you know subconsciously or consciously, is filed in this cabinet. Yes. So, so like like what you were saying, if you had a a negative experience, it's still filed in that cabinet. But it's up to you if you want to pull that file out or not. You don't have to pull that file out. You get what I'm saying? So subconsciously, all any experience that you've been through, whether it be good or bad, is in this file cabinet. So it's up to you what files. You want to relive or you don't want to relive. You get what I'm saying? So that's what I'm saying. Like what you were saying, like be aware of what you're going through and, uh, and, and act according. So yes, you could have been sexually abused, but like you said, you could turn that into, yes, I was abused, but I'm going to tell you young ladies or you young men, right? What you can do, what are the signs and how you can get help. Mm-hmm. So you're helping the next person. And that's a way more empowering feeling way more empowering. than saying, I'm, oh, I'm a victim and, I, and I'm ashamed and I don't want anyone to know. Right. That's like it's the whole so, basis of your circle of champions things, too, exactly is taking your adversities and making them work for you, making them become things that are uh, motivators. And, right. and, and the fact that you overcame it is something that should be empowering rather than something that cuts you down every single day when you think about it, you know? Yeah, I, I, have, I also do a podcast, a show uh, every Thursday on Facebook Live too. It's called Thrive Talk, and I interview different people that have overcome different things, and that's my way of doing like giving the good news. Like, and there's different. It's not just it's anything. Some people have been sexually abused. Some people it's drug addiction. Some people is whatever it is. Um, you're you had a car accident now you can't walk. Whatever it is. So I bring on every week people on there so that they could tell their story of how they overcame, and maybe that will inspire you. That will help. That that can help. That will. I don't say that can't help. That will help others. Someone, whether they help one person, ten people, a hundred people, we don't know. But it will help someone because, like you said, someone's story that they can relate to. They can say, "Hey, if they made it out, I can make it out." Or if 
they change their ways. I could change my ways. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? So I and it's up to us, people like us, to do it because the news, what do we see in the news? The, the drug addict that killed someone. Woo, this person man, that did the news, this. Boy, and, it's so depressing, the news. And then what? The and worst then it, of the worst. And then it builds a story. It builds a story of, I'll give you a drug addict example. If you keep watching stuff about how the drug addict did X, Y, and Z over and over and over, then you think, ooh, all drug addicts do that. No, that's not the, st- that's not true. Or this homeless person did this and this and this. Well, that's not true either. So we, it's up to us to create a different, uh, uh, ex- experience for others as far as the way they see things and the, like the little stereotypes that we give to people. So do you feel, let me ask you that. <laughs> and when you said that, I want to ask you this question. Do you feel like a lot of movies portray the black and Latin community in a negative light a lot of times? Do you feel like that? Of course, because they, they, it's, it's a stereotype. Like, um, this guy the, of the Black Panther that just passed away, I heard, right. I had, I heard, um, um, I heard a podcast with him where he was describing his first job was with, um, um, a soap opera, right. and they gave him the typical black. Oh, you're talking about uh Chadwick uh, Boseman. Boseman. Yeah, and, yes. and, and what did they give him? The, the typical black role, the typical family, yeah, yeah. and he, he wanted to, yeah, he didn't want that. He didn't want that. And yes, I think it's changed now that there's more minorities that are in positions of creating the narrative and the story uh-huh. so some of those things are have changed but I'm old too like you so we I'm old. back in the day when you, <laughs> you remember back in the day when any any there weren't really too many Hispanic shows but black shows were very typical it was the same storyline now good it's times. different right good times and yeah. uh and now we're selling trauma but you know what good Movies times I, I was going to say good times always showed how they had a situation, but they made through it, yeah. and they stuck together. So even though it it did show they always had a negative thing, either the dad was losing the job, somebody got shot, somebody got this, this but they always showed they made it through it. But even in, in movies, what do they show? Like um, Hispanic and blacks are, are gang members? Yeah, we're gang members. <laughs> drug dealers? Drug dealers and stuff like that, yeah. <laughs> We can never be CEO, CEOs or, right. you know, you know, record execs. And we got to be the, the, you know, the, you know, I, you know, meet me around the corner with five keys and, you know. <laughs> but now we have, a, now we have, uh, uh, Hispanics and blacks or minorities that are in power of being directors. Right, right, and so right. now we see a whole other narrative. Yes. Now there's a whole, we're more in power of changing that I, I, narrative. I do believe that. And I do. So how do you feel about our president spreading now? <laughs> I don't want to get too deep because we're about to close it out. Well, how we feel about our president now who likes to, I feel, and, and this is my thing. This is my thing. I just feel like as the president of this country, of the United States of America, I feel like you should have a leadership role where you represent everyone. Mm-hmm. Not seem like you represent a certain class of people. And I feel like the, the, the verbiage that you use, the verbiage now is very dangerous. Yes, definitely. I, I feel, and I, and I, and I know a lot of people <coughs> will look at this election coming up and you guys need to go and vote. Yes. But I, I know a lot of people look at this election coming up saying, well, I don't want to vote because they both, or whatever, the lesser two evils or whatever. But it's not the point though. I just feel like this president right here, um, the way he's, Going to me causes more harm than more positive. Like it's more negative than more positive. I just feel like, but maybe the news might make it look like he's real bad. But I'm just saying, these are things that he say. When you see him, this is stuff that he's saying. It ain't like the news just saying something. I mean, these what are the things coming directly out of his mouth? It's things that's coming out of his mouth. So yeah. I mean, you know, do you feel like a president who's 
who's spreading more negative negative than positive is that helping or hurting the country yeah so from a psychological point of view because i'm not very political <laughs> from a psychological point of view even my that's a good political <laughs> question to answer though my, my my seven-year-old has definitely has opinions about about him but I, i'll i'm not gonna say what she says but oh she's she watches it on tiktok and stuff like that but yes definitely like he it seems to me like he's the president for a group of people that were quieted down a little bit right and now they have resurfaced and there's a lot of hatred going around there's a lot of um uh permission being given directly and indirectly by what he's saying there's mm. a like if you're a parent he's basically like in a, an authority figure and a parent to the country let's say right, right. so then, as a parent we could say things that indirectly give my child permission to go run out and mm. do something yes. so then he is indirectly giving giving permission for hate for these um hate crimes That's a good um, way of breaking it down i like that yeah and if i if i'm if i'm in my house i'm spreading hate and i'm saying oh all these this kind of people all these uh whatever uh the the mexican people are this and this and this well my son is going to feel okay to go outside and go you know what the Mexican people are like this right, and like this and like this it's like a very sophisticated <laughs> form of aggravation because you can't just go out on TV and, and say go and do this and do that but there's very very subtle ways yeah. sophisticated ways that you can go out there's and a word for it I can't think of the word but it's a very um, um, narcissistic because he well, is he's like a narcissist, <laughs> he's a narcissist but he's it's a, a narcissist right it's a very like uh, sli- it's, I'm going to say slimy that's <laughs> a slimy way I just want to know if, you, if, if uh, our president drank chlorine if that was real oh no 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 see I, 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 listen listen when he said that they should have been like you know what let's go ahead and let's go ahead and um let's go ahead and just tie him up and put him in the crazy house because this motherfucker said this motherfucker said well can we like maybe drink bleach and like you know kill the virus like you know like you know you know how because bleach kind of kills it like instantly so is there a way like we could ingest this and, and then who's I'm really like are you fucking serious excuse my language but i like i'm not serious and and think about that who's really gonna drink the bleach the uneducated the the the, the, the people that follow him go ahead you know, like who's really gonna drink the bleach but but yeah so i don't know what the question was and, and then of course <laughs> and of question. course his latest <clears throat> latest and I, we don't want to get too political now but just one more thing his latest <laughs> thing was with this with this virus that he knew the potential of it, but right. he didn't want to alarm the country. That's not a presidential move, partner. No. It's partner. not a leadership. It's not a leader. It's a not leader a leadership move, move partner. <laughs> so that means that, and I know you said earlier before we, we, we um, got on air that you know of people who lost family members because of what yeah. was going on. So this is a president. If you knew what was coming on, you could have took measures to maybe stop it from getting like how many people we lost like over two hundred thousand, yeah. right uh-huh. so what i'm saying is that's not a presidential move so i don't want to get too political that's all we got to say about that <laughs> <laughs> but other than that wow yes so six keys this we said funny. five but it says six keys to become the creator of your life <laughs> can you just like re- repeat all six real quick so we know all right, so the main message here Wrap is... Wrap it up in a pretty bow. In a pretty there bow. I'll try. That's a, a lot of pressure, but I'll try. Ah, <laughs> so the main point is, guys, that 
it doesn't, and I've said it a, a thousand times, it doesn't matter what has happened to you, the uh-huh. kind of life you lived. It doesn't matter. You have the power to create your life starting now. Right. If you start now, if you start tomorrow, fine, you start tomorrow. But the point is, you have the power to do this by checking, number one, your thoughts and your beliefs. Uh-huh. Your thoughts and your beliefs create your the meaning that you give to things. The words that you say create the meaning. That meaning creates your emotions, and that emotion creates your destiny it creates the experiences that you have and ultimately your destiny so you have the power in your hands with this information you have the power to go backward engineer and go okay it all started with my thoughts so let me put my thoughts on check let me make sure that the words that come out of my mouth aren't negative and aren't creating my future in a negative way so you have the power of doing this number one is um, you are you are the creator of your life. So uh-huh. know that you are the creator of your life through your thoughts and your beliefs. I don't know what happened with that. Um, <laughs> number two is understand that, that that your beliefs, understand that the power of your emotions because you're, the quality of your life is the experiences that you have through your emotions. Mm-hmm. Um, the next one is keep our actions and decisions um, based on your present discernment. So be present and mm-hmm. be truth. Be spe- I was telling Cookie this in the car. Just be yourself. Be who you really are. Do what you really want. You right. know, you're, honor yourself. Do what makes you happy, right? <clears throat> yeah. Mm-hmm. Be in a state of gratitude uh, is number five. And number six, be aware of the meaning that you have given to the negative experiences or not negative, sorry, the painful experiences, that the adversities that you've had in your life and you have the power to recreate that meaning you don't have to stick to your old meaning you mm. could create a new meaning there you go i like that i like that beautiful beautiful round of applause yes with my applause uh there you go round of applause round of applause i want to say that was awesome Awesome, 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 awesome. So with that being said, any last words? Any last words? Any last uh, words? Those were my last words. Okay, there you go. Any <laughs> last, last words? words? Any closeout words? Anything? Could you have last words? Nothing I can think of at the moment. Ah, there Pretty you go. wrapped it up right there. It's a, co- it's a Katoma. It's a Katoma. <laughs> let's, let's open it up. Let's open it up. Well, yeah. you got a last word or a last story? Well, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> You're good. Um, You're good at storytelling. <laughs> this will be a podcast for... For those that didn't get a chance to listen to it, I will have it up as a podcast. And podcasts will be available on all your major streaming platforms. So, you know, we'll have it and I'll tag you in it when when it's up. And, um, yes, I like it. I like like what you're talking about. You have the power to change Mm -hmm. the direction your life is going. So if you don't like the direction your life is going, you have that power to kind of change that direction. Really think about it. One thing I, I, I took away from all this, live right for now live for now yeah what happened yesterday you can't change it what happened yesterday what happened a week ago what happened two weeks ago what happened a year ago what happened in your childhood you cannot change it it happened live for today make those decisions today change and 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 do better you know don't let anybody and, and also i like when you said let's keep these pessimistic people away from us Right? You said that. <laughs> I'm gonna say that. I'm gonna say that. Keep these pessimistic people away from you. Be around some optimistic people. Cause if you have a dream, you want people who's optimistic to say, yeah, I like that. Let's do it. Try it. You never know what's gonna happen. You have these pessimistic people around you. They're gonna shoot you down before you even start. So kick them out the door. Get rid of them. Change the number. Block them. <laughs> delete them on social media. I don't care what you gotta do. Get rid of them. 
take all that negative out your life. Mm. That's all I got to say. <laughs> Go ahead, I, say, I like what you say about the dream because we were just talking about that in the car. Right. So a dream is not an idea. A dream is an inspiration. And to me, I'm just going to say the way I see it, a dream is the gift that God gave me. There you go. So no one could take that dream Nobody from you. Nobody can take that from you. It's your dream. And then when you start acting on it, like uh, this guy said, Ryan, when you start acting on it, you're just telling, you're, you're just saying, God, I agree with you. I believe you. And I'm going to act on it. And that's how it happens. But, you know, just people say, well, your your destiny's pre-written. Right. No, so but it could be pre-written, but it isn't going to come it isn't going to come to life unless you act on it. Like Les Brown says, how many dreams are in the coffins with everyone that that's died, ah, right? <laughs> so that's a good our, one. our dreams are our inspirations given to us by God by There you, you go. Know, don't don't let your dreams die in coffins. I'm a, that's going to yeah. be my post tomorrow. My morning <laughs> post. Let me write that down. Look, don't please. let your now dreams to say, uh, This is go ahead, go ahead. <laughs> No, I, yeah, I got to say so a couple things cuz my life is just just a, a, a series of me pursuing my dreams. So I'm a visual For real, artist. You have no idea. Uh, yeah. I've been a visual artist for as long as I can remember. And as a visual artist, when you practice your form of art, uh, you you can't be pessimistic. You have to be uh, opt- optimistic. They, you, you have to keep on pursuing forward and changing. So there's a lot of ambition involved. Yes. So you know, I was a visual artist. I pursued it. I did as much as I can. I became the best. I'm still there developing. And then I and then me pursuing uh, that field that I was in uh, led me to more opportunities. There you go. And like she was saying, uh, your dream you know, is given to you by God. Then you're able to pursue it, and you agree with that dream that was given to you by yeah. God. So there once you, you agree it, more opportunities come your way so exactly. then I was a visual artist and now I'm a model I became a model and now go. I'm doing things with a creative director making clothing I'm gonna I'm doing all these things They're just because school. yeah just because I decided to accept the dream and mm. pursue it correctly and to agree there with you it. go and then you wasn't afraid oh, to pursue it, it. Yeah. round of applause on that one thank you thank you with oh, that thanks, being thanks. said I didn't know you were gonna be a podcast <laughs> <laughs> so with that being said thank you so much Sarai Thank you so much. Thank you. Uh, Thank you, you know, for we me. had we had a great time. We yeah. will definitely um, have this stuff as a podcast. Hopefully, everybody have a beautiful Wednesday, and y'all keep it locked to ExcitementRadio.com. Peace. We are out. Thank you so much. Bye, everyone.